How's it going? It's fixing to be a lot better, man. Welcome back to Dazed and Confused, 33 and a third. I'm Charf. And we are here with track four of Dazed and Confused. And I've got some great guests for you this week. Welcome, Montego and Tiffany from Fans on Patrol. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you to be here. <laughs> Hold all the applause. We, we, you know, we're here all week. We're just playing. <laughs> oh, I'm excited to talk about this because I actually have only seen this movie uh, relatively recently. Oh, oh, that's awesome. I, I saw love it, that. I saw it once years ago. So, Oh, shit. You got two opposite ends of the spectrum here. Yeah. That is perfect. Uh, so <laughs> these two opposite ends of the spectrum are going to be talking about the section of the movie where three of the seniors chase down the freshmen uh, in their pickup. And then we get the beginning of Parker Posey and the rest of the senior girls starting to haze the freshman girls. Mm -hmm. And the song in this section is Jim Dandy as covered by Black Oak, Arkansas. So we get this car chase action sequence. It actually, the director said this was the first action sequence he ever filmed. Oh, really? And yep so just like whooping it up driving around in pickup truck having a great time and and then just some real peak parker posey mean girl action <laughs> so the first thing that i wanted to ask you is if there was something in this section that like a moment that stood out to you and why or why not and i thought i would start with you, Tiffany, since okay. you have a really fresh perspective since you just saw this for the first time recently. Sure. Uh, so uh, growing up, I was not <laughs> growing up like it's different now. Um, not popular at all. Uh, <laughs> so when <laughs> when these when they get to the house and they're like, oh, shit, Ben Affleck's going to paddle my ass. Um, <laughs> And the mom comes out and says, get off my property. You kids get inside. That was 100% me. Like growing up, I do remember like I, I, when I was younger, like, are you afraid of the dark was like a really popular show. Mm -hmm. And I was too scared to watch it. So I made my mom tell me I wasn't allowed to watch it. So I would have a reason to not be cool like it wasn't my fault that i wasn't cool i wasn't allowed so this very much <laughs> it's a very much me moment when i have to have my mom save me like a little wiener i, I was wondering <laughs> i was wondering who you was talking about i was like are you the you the mom with the shotgun or are you the kid running behind the mom no nope, I, I, I am the kids i 100 is not not now i wouldn't be that way now but back then yeah 100 right, right. <laughs> well, that that is great and, and i have a note about that shotgun scene uh, so, ju so just to paint the full picture, the freshman kids, they almost get away. They've gotten as far <laughs> as one of their houses, uh, but big old bully Ben Affleck catches them, scoops them up in their arms and it's like, okay, you know, grab a pole. We're going to get to work. And then the mom comes out 
of the house and she pulls a shotgun on Ben Affleck and just like, get out of here, you creep. And yeah, because it is quite creepy. Yes. To want to paddle a child's butt. I, I, that I found extraordinarily disturbing and it's a large portion of this movie. Well, (laughs) due respect back in the day, there was a lot worse stuff that that bullies did to you. So that, that actually wasn't that bad in in my opinion, but you know, it, it got a lot worse than that. And you know, so, well, as the oldest person here. Yeah. <laughs> well, you don't Thank know you. that. You don't, you don't know how old Jarf is, so get out of here. You know. uh, Jarf, I think we're of an age. Or you might be even younger than me. No, I don't think so. I think you're younger than me. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, oh, but the mom pulling the shotgun. Then suddenly Ben Affleck switches gears and he says, oh, I'm so sorry, ma'am. I was just escorting your kids home because apparently there are some ruffians about yeah. and i was actually thinking of you montego when i heard that line because he he's he's switching into buttoned all the way up to the top <laughs> oh man that's pretty good <laughs> but that was the moment that made me think of you but was there a moment that stood out to you montego uh <laughs> This whole thing, little this whole thing, st- stood out to me immensely. I mean, from the from the the you know Parker Posey bullying to the Ben Affleck bullying, but of course the shotgun stood out w- with me the most. Um, and uh, it was just cool because you know in this day and age, and even for years, you know the damn bullies, the, the goddamn bullies. You know they always doing their <laughs> thing, and you always wonder, you know, like what if something happened to my kid you know, this, that, and the other. And when the lady comes out with the, it's like, yes, get off of my property. (laughs) That bully crap doesn't, it's not here, you know, and she meant it, you know, and you could tell she meant it. She would have probably waited for him to start running and, you know, put a a spread in his cheeks, you know, but that stood out to me the most. That was a stand up and cheer moment. You know, it's like, come on, you know, don't touch my kid. You touch my kid, I'm going to kill you. You know, and most parents feel that way, you know, and for, for you to be at my doorstep with your foolishness was uh, was was uh, spectacular. But uh, the, the other thing that really stood out to me is that, in that scene was just, uh, you know, the boys laughing at him as he, you know, <laughs> peeking out the house, <laughs> sneering. It. And I was like, that's great, because that's, uh, that's, of course, that's what you would do. So, yeah, that was that was that was the greatest moment. A lot of this whole thing stood out, but that was the moment right there. You know, she mm-hmm. cocked that big baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was definitely a cathartic moment. It's, I, I wasn't I was shocked when I saw the freshman boys peek their head out and, and laugh. I mean, no, they are to. home yeah. and safe. You got to. You got to. Why not now? Because <laughs> <laughs> you got to leave the house sometime. Yeah. I like that it sends Ben Affleck to a whole nother level of being pissed off when he sees them <laughs> taunt him. He, he's really funny in this movie when he he goes into his impotent rage thing and he's like, you guys are fucking dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're dead. And my favorite part is he just goes, Ugh. Like, <laughs> I didn't get to paddle him. So <sighs> really funny to me. So I mentioned that the song that's playing while they're having the car chase yeah. is Jim Dandy. And mm-hmm. I wanted to ask both of you, if they made a movie about your high school days, mm-hmm. 
what would play on the soundtrack in your version of this scene? And Montego, why don't you take it first this time? Oh, that's easy, man. So I uh, I graduated in 1990, brother. So <laughs> <laughs> funny enough, man. Um, I was involved in a situation like this once, and I was the 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 kids in the car driving away from whoever. Some kids pulled up next to me and my friends one night, and we were just you know being young. We weren't even bothering them. We just looked over there. And they flashed a gun at us, right? So we took Oh fuck. Right. So, Damn. So I'm I'm like already a speed demon. So I take off, you know. I mean I take off. It, and these idiots start chasing us, just like in this thing, you know, up the street, down the street. In the middle of the night, I'm driving down the wrong way on the one way streets. I'm thinking I'm like in Ronin or something, you know. And uh <laughs> <laughs> And uh, you know, I'm I'm driving that sucker. I'm, I'm my mom my mama's poor uh, Chevy celebrity. I'm, just, <laughs> I'm <laughs> you know? and uh, you know, the, the biggest song in probably nineteen ninety at that time was uh Girl, I must warn you Poison. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Never trust a big yes. button to smile. And so he's sitting there <laughs> Just rolling oh my God, with, this is... <laughs> with the smooth music playing, so that would have been my, that would have been me. I would have just been rolling, playing poison, just driving calm and stuff like baby driver. <laughs> oh, fuck, that is so much better than I could have ever hoped it to be. <laughs> That's a true story. I'm not I'm, uh, no no crap. That's a true story. But I wasn't playing poison. We was running for our lives. <laughs> well, you uh... live to tell the tale. <laughs> Uh, but yeah that's fucking scary uh, it was, yeah it, it, it was fun come on you know <laughs> fuck no it was not what it was fun it was fun it was fun i mean we were like it was so fun like i had my homies in there like all right all right go you got it you got it you got it you know i'm sitting there i mean it was crazy man i was like you know 18 years old <laughs> i guess that's the thing you have to put yourself back in that mindset and when you're 16 17 18 you don't really have that same sense of your own mortality no, you're not afraid. so no. so scary ass things can be fun yeah it wasn't scary at all you know it was just you know they could Lord harm us so mercy. let's just run <laughs> and i'm driving like we just robbed a bank so <laughs> it's all good tiffany can you top that no absolutely not um although okay so here's the situation i was discussing this with mike and um he said a song because we are of an age uh and then i couldn't stop thinking about that song so it has because i graduated in 2004. imagine dragons so go ahead no <laughs> so as i was if i was coming in if i was a freshman it would be definitely like limp biscuit break stuff Ooh, limp biscuit I ain't heard and the reason i say that because <laughs> new metal was right there in like 1999 1999 2000 yeah, 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 yeah uh and it would it would be like a amped up kind of for both parties i think which is the the kind of caveat in this scene is that the music works for both parties it's kind of an amped up song for the attackers quote unquote and an escape song for the people <laughs> who are fleeing and i think that's kind of what break stuff maybe might be because they're both you know it's both like an angry angry for both parties so I think it might work. I just couldn't find anything better than that after he said it. So, so like, I was destroyed. <laughs> right. <laughs> that's, that's, a, that's, a, that's a good song right there, you know? I, I like, I used to like the <laughs> <laughs> Uh 
Oh, no. Nobody should say that. Get off the show. Hey, I'm sorry. I used to like Limp Bizkit, man. Get out of here. No, leave. <laughs> leave now. Get off. Get off the show. You're off. You're done. You know, Only I can show. kick people off the <laughs> right. show. Right. Sorry. Get out of here. <laughs> can't kick me off of his show. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking over. Please leave my tapes. <laughs> I'm actually not familiar with that song. I'll check it out, though. I'm going to make a playlist of all the songs that people contribute. So yeah, that, that's fun. And, that and fun. I like the thought that you put into it. One of the things that struck me about the choice of Jim Dandy as this music for the chase scene is he could have picked a much scarier song. Yeah. If he wanted to add a level of menace to this good like seek and destroy or something like that and but he was really more leaning into the if you look at the seniors benny o'banion and melvin there in the truck they're just having the time of their lives yeah and and they were those scared, those scared freshmen at one point in time that's for sure so you know the whole town was into this goofy stuff yeah yeah that's the thing about this movie well when we get into the next question, we'll talk a little bit more probably about that. But the the behavior of this of everyone, like it just being an acceptable thing that happens is very strange to me. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yes, and uh, we do touch on that a little bit because as we segue over to Parker Posey and the girls hazing, mm-hmm. in addition to the senior girls and the freshman girls that are part of it, there's a lot of spectators. So we have this little Greek chorus of people that are that are observing it and, and commenting on how strange it is that the town just lets it happen. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. But they uh, but they're also letting it happen, right? That's the that's the joke, I guess. That's the and that's also a great <laughs> point. They're like, wow, it's so wrong that the t- town just stands idly by and lets this happen as they literally stand nobody's gonna help you (laughs) (laughs) run all you want Um, we'll shut our doors (laughs) my favorite person in this movie is the teacher that i got really excited because this part that we were are discussing is very close to that part the teacher the teacher who was the teacher are you talking about the the freshman boys teacher yes yes before so the scene before this they're like you know, if you could let us out a little bit early. <laughs> he's... He's like, nope. <laughs> I loved all of the all the comedic timing there because he just yes. goes into this war story <laughs> about what one of his sergeants tells him. And he says, it's a, like he said to me, men. <laughs> and it's a whole like 50 of you are going out. 25 of you aren't coming back. Uh, <laughs> yes. And he just says it straight. If the delivery is great, that fucking teacher who doesn't give a rip about these fucking dumbass <laughs> kids. He's just like, yeah, fucking, well, I don't care. So funny. And I don't know if any of you have ever had an experience where a teacher has like told like had, I had a teacher who was like that, who like had gone to war and was very liberal with the things that he would tell us about what happened in the war. Um, <laughs> and I think for me, this was like especially like it's an especially comedic character not because the guy that did that to us our teacher was not in any way comedic when he talked about it uh <laughs> but it just reminded me that like yeah they're they exist <laughs> they're out there teaching children and making horrible comments <laughs> mommy that sergeant on beavis and butthead up oh, you two, you don't probably don't even know remember i'm sorry of course i do what a <laughs> stupid thing to say <laughs> yeah <laughs> 
So, Tiffany, you said that that was your favorite character. Yes, that one person is my favorite character in the movie. So, I I have a related question. Okay. So, doesn't have to just be in the scene. It can be in the movie overall. Which character is the most or least like who you were when you were growing up? Mm. This is a really hard... I mean, so... It's, it's just for the scene, right? It's just for the, the scenes that we were examining, right? It's not the whole yeah, movie. Yeah, you can pick. He said I could pick from the whole movie. Oh, you could pick from... Oh, okay. I thought it was just this. Okay. All right. Um, The thing is, is that there really isn't a whole lot of people in this movie who are like me. So it would be most likely the people who are opposite of me. And the reason I say that um, is because it really kind of glorifies, even if they didn't know it at the time, being cool. Right. This is a movie that's like, these people are cool. And maybe looking back on it, like you're not going to be cool forever. Right. That's why we have like the Matthew McConaughey character. Cause like <laughs> he's definitely not cool anymore, but he thinks he is. So I guess like, honestly, the person who's most like me is um, potentially that girl who is the freshman that Parker Posey is like, are you in, are you doing this? And she says, yes. And then later she ends up, talking to um anthony rap uh yep. be- so you're talking about sabrina sabrina yeah and are the- you in or are you out <laughs> yes and the reason i say that is because if i was asked in high school to do something that i thought would increase my popularity in any way i would have totally done that um mm. i was not cool at all mm. um <laughs> and and i think that like what i hate about that is that I don't want, I, I still wonder how much of that is part of me now. I don't know anymore. Cause that's not so much a part of like my reality, but um, I don't want to be the kind of person who wants to be cool. I don't, I want to just be me. Do you know what I mean? And, uh, and so I think that that's part of it, but also like, I think that there is parts of this movie, like I'd say like, I'm least like the cool characters like Parky Parker Posey or like Ben Affleck, uh, because I just did not have that in me to be mean to other people mm. like that, you know? Hmm. I feel like when you say the cool characters in that context, specifically talking about Ben Affleck and Parker Posey, in the, in the you're, t- the you're talking about the popular characters? Yes, yes, yes. In Because obviously, like, yeah, if I met those people in real life, cool. I'd be like, fuck those people. Right. right. It doesn't make you cool because right. you're popular. So uh, let's get that straight. Because I was like, wait a minute. They weren't cool. They were assholes, you know? <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Here, and I don't know if it's like a, I meant like a vernacular thing. Mm-hmm. Those words are, intercha- are interchangeable. Oh, okay. Well, like pop- popular and cool would mean the same thing. Like if you're one of the cool kids, you're a popular kid. Mm, okay. All right. So, so I don't mean that like they actually are cool. Cause I really, honestly, I don't really like anybody in this movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Fair enough. I, <laughs> I, I, I wanted to tease out that difference between cool and popular, not to be a stickler because, yes. Oh, one of the cool kids that makes sense to me too. But it was because, I see this movie very much making a point that Parker Posey and Ben Affleck are the ones that are taking it too far. Mm, mm-hmm. And the the ones that are in their circles of friends that like pink 
on the guy side. Pink takes Mitch under his wing. And, right, right. Uh, and Jody takes Sabrina under her wing. And they're, they explain, you know, I know this is stupid. I went through it when I was a freshman. You'll do it when you're a senior. Come out to the party with us. And so they're the ones I think that the movie is saying, okay, they're the ones that are reasonable. And then Parker Posey and Ben Affleck, they are actually sociopaths that are <laughs> <laughs> enjoying this whole hazing sure. thing. But on the flip side of that, that whole idea that, oh, hey, I went through it when I was a freshman, you'll do it when you're a senior, it's offered up as something to make the freshman feel better. And I think it does make it some feel better. And some of the seniors, they say, oh, I've been waiting years for this. And oh, finally, it's our turn. But to me, that's the saddest fucking thing about the whole situation, because that's what makes it a continual cycle. So right. the, the cool thing is, as I've mentioned before, so this is based on real shit that happened in the director's hometown. Hmm. And he said that when he was a senior, that was the year that they finally decided, you know, what, we're not going to do this anymore. So the yeah, cycle yeah. was finally broken. Yeah, I like that. Mm -hmm. So how about you, Montego? It sounds like you just focused on this scene, which yeah. is fine because yeah. there's a ton yeah. of characters in this scene. Yeah, yeah. Which is the most or least like who you were growing up? The person who was the least like me was Ben Affleck. Um, mm -hmm. I grew up in my, my life hating bullies with a passion. I'm, I'm a, I hated bullies so much, man. Uh, I was so bad. I was so bad. I remember in elementary school, it was a TV show called Strike Force. And I organized some kids to where we made little badges and we went around and we jumped the bullies, man. You know, the, all the bullies who had been plaguing everybody, you know, we but about six of us just wouldn't beat they ass, man. So I hate, <laughs> I hate bullies, man. I mean, I can't stand oh, people who jump in line. I can't stand people who just take advantage. <laughs> oh, that's my stuff. So seeing this kid out there, you know, about to just victimize these people and that mama coming out there with that gauge, it was like, yes, you know, but and the least person in here I would ever be like is a bully. I, I hate them with a passion and they must be stopped. <laughs> and so the, he's definitely not me. And one of the funniest things I, I thought about that I was trying to find a character who was most like me. And I said, the person who's most like me now was the mama. Cause that's how I feel like, you know, touch my kid and you die, <laughs> you know, but thinking back about in, in high school with me, I was a big cat. Like I am now. And uh, I was a comedian, man. You know, I was always making jokes and having fun and stuff like that. And uh, eh, people, strangers bothered me, but, you know, people in my high school and stuff, no. We, I was considered, you know, popular and cool, but I wasn't, I didn't have a, it was just me and my best friend. You know, we didn't run with a clique or nothing like that. And uh, kind of like a <laughs> Jay and Silent Bob. <laughs> you know. I was always making people laugh. And so when the kids like looked out the window, out the door and was laughing at Ben Affleck, I was like, that that's me right there. <laughs> I was like, cause I wouldn't have quit. <laughs> I wouldn't have quit. I would have, I would have kept going with that dude forever. You know, a, a bully, there's nothing worse than just humiliating that clown. And, and so it would have probably with me, I would have took it to a whole nother level. It, you know, every time I see him, it would have been something kind of like Daniel LaRusso in Karate Kid. He just couldn't leave the bullies alone. So more like me would, would be the boys who ran out of the car 
and then started clowning, you know, with the mama behind protection. But less like me is any bully, man. God, I hate bullies. So, yeah, yeah, I stuck to the scene uh, as per instructed, Tiffle Bob. He said, <laughs> you weren't fucking listening. We got new verbal instructions. The new verbal How instructions. How is that my problem? <laughs> <laughs> well, both of those were amazing. I I have some follow up questions about Strike Force, so I I want to just get a little bit more of the texture of you and your buddies dishing out your own form of vigilante justice. Oh, dude, it's straight boys. up superheroes, man! <laughs> <laughs> so, you, first of all, you said that you made badges. Tell me about the badges. Oh, uh, shoot! So, I, I grew up poor. So our badges was literally we you know we we got uh, we had a, uh, some paper and we we folded the paper and put some brown paper on 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 back of it and made little badges man you know in art class you know and it was like a secret mm-hmm. society thing it was like look you know how the FBI flashed the badges in the movie I, I made one of those and so everybody started following suit and then I started looking at who was doing it and I was like oh no 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 this is for Strike Force it was a TV show. <laughs> It was a TV show called Strike Force, and you know I had no business watching it as a kid, but I watched it. So yeah, we made these badges, and then we had the badges. It was like, what are we gonna do with these badges? And we were like, well, John's—he's an asshole, and so is Leroy, and they always beating up on people and starting stuff. We ought to beat their ass and put a stop to this. <laughs> and, so, and that's how I was born. Next thing you know, John was surrounded on the playground. <laughs> oh my god! And it was like. Attack, <laughs> you know, and after a while, there was no more bullying in our class, man. It stopped. They knew that it was, you know, it was going to happen, you know, and, and literally I'm out there like some little police chief. <laughs> you, you take you, you two take the side. You two flank. We're coming up the middle. <laughs> I swear this is, this is true. Oh, my goodness. It's so it's so funny when I think back on it. That, that was my mindset. What, you know, back in fourth grade. <laughs> Oh boy! I'm just imagining Jesus. the principal comes to break up this little, little fourth grade. Oh no no the bully mob the bully, beating up a the bullies never told upperclassmen and then you just you flash the badge. <laughs> no, I don't think no, we ever. No need to worry. I don't Strike think we force ever, business. I don't think we ever flash the badges, man. I th- I think we flash them to each other, but I don't think we ever walked up with anybody flashed the badge, you know. But <laughs> official business, <laughs> official Strike Force business. We just had the badges for ourselves, but no, you know the, the bullies are not gonna t- tell that they got their butts whooped, you know. So. <laughs> because they're the bullies. <laughs> they just moved on to, to kids who we didn't know who was getting bullied. So <laughs> funny enough. <laughs> funny story, man. <laughs> so you had a protection racket, basically. Not really. We just, look, we put a stop to the bullying. It stopped, and we, then we stopped. Strike force was gone. Oh, that's right. Protection racket, you got to charge people. <laughs> right, exactly. We just... We saw injustices and we jumped in like like Daredevil, man. You know, like Spider Man. Oh my God! <laughs> <laughs> Dear God, <laughs> it's a true story. I wouldn't be talking about. It. I fucking I believe you. There is no there is no way that anyone would make that shit up and tell people about it on the air. I know. <laughs> uh, strike force. <laughs> I strike gotta force. check that out now. <laughs> It's, a, it's an old TV show. They were in San Francisco. I'll never forget it. <laughs> oh, my God. I feel like you should have had a catchphrase or something. I was too young for that. We <laughs> to, to say after you beat up the bullies. <laughs> that, was, yeah. that was newer movies. I was still watching Spider-Man and his amazing friends, you know. 
Yeah, it'd, it'd have to be so, it would be something stupid, of course. Right. Like you you've been struck down <laughs> by strike force. Yeah. We popped that ass strike force style. <laughs> oh my god, that's way too cool. <laughs> right. Oh shit. I'm sorry. <laughs> please please leave, please leave us alone now. Strike force. <laughs> that, that's got Tiffobot written all over it. <laughs> <laughs> Tiffany's like, my mom made me this badge. My mom, my mom told me it was too scary out here, so I can't play. Oh my god! Sorry. 1981 to 1982. That show was only on for a year. I'm looking it up now. Wow. <laughs> and yet, it made an impact. It made an impact. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> It, it, it's it inspired real life heroes that's amazing <laughs> well well cool i mean thank you for sharing that you you both brought the goods those <laughs> are some truly wild stories and there is a lot more fun like that to be had on your podcast so do you want to take a minute and tell folks about fans on patrol uh, Tiffobot, you want to you want to do the honors? Yeah. So, uh, fansonpatrol.com is our hub. Uh, otherwise, you can get us on social media at Fans on Patrol. That's Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And you can hear us, Fans on Patrol, on any listening platform that you have. Awesome. And I I personally recommend. It's, I had the opportunity to guest, and then we've done some crossover <laughs> mm-hmm. with uh, friends of the show, Brad on Cosmic Geppetto. And uh, you, you're all always talking about the, the latest and greatest in geek culture. You do some games, plenty of music. So yeah, it's <laughs> it's really a blast. Recommend. Thank you, man. Appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And that will do it for this week. Uh, we will be back next week for track five. And why can't we be friends? by war <laughs> and the continuation of Parker Posey and the senior girls bullying. And until then we're on Instagram at days confused 33. So thank you so much for listening and Montego, Tiffany, thank you for being awesome guests. You are welcome, sir. Yes. Thank you. Not to worry. There's a new fiesta in the making. Join us at the moon tower, our Facebook listeners group. Until next time, just keep living, man. L-I-V-I-N. The Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused. Treasured content. Are you a fan of Boy Meets World? Do you enjoy rewatch podcasts? Well, then you should check out The Lost Years, a retrospective fan cast hosted by me, Tay. And me, Sid. It's my favorite show of all time. And I've never seen it. Each week, we're recapping a new episode of Boy Meets World, sharing bits of nostalgia and learning a wholesome lesson. Join us on our rewatch journey, won't you? School's in session every Tuesday, wherever you find your podcasts. What else do you need to know?